So little Johnny is playing in his back garden when his uncle turns up and gives him a brand new ball. See, little Johnny's only three years old and he's never had a little ball to play with. And he grabs it and he loves it. So he goes to the end of the garden, starts throwing it up against the wall, starts bouncing it, starts doing everything he can with it. And then by luck, he throws the ball, bounces a few times, goes through a little hole into the next door neighbor's garden. Little Johnny, not knowing what to do, runs over, finds a way through, goes into the other person's garden to collect his ball. When he's there, he looks up and sees an old man with a big grey beard holding his ball. Little Johnny runs up to him. As he's about to take the ball, their hands touch. As their hands touch, the old wise man felt that there was no hope for Johnny. So instead, rather than helping him, which is what he's been doing his whole life, he decided to just dumb down his emotions 10% for what lay ahead. On that fateful morning, who would have known what would have happened over the next 20 years? You see, most of these stories are a tale of the young adventurer. They're a tale of someone coming out of their normal activities, going into somewhere new, finding drama, learning tools, finding helpful people. Yet in this story, we're going somewhere different. You see that wise old man is a character we see in many different ways over many different hundreds and thousands of years of book writing and storytelling. He's the wise old man that knows everything and leads you the right way. So, why doesn't the wise old man know the truth to this tale? From that fated day, they went on their separate paths. And the wise old man went on his normal daily activities. You see, later on that day, again, a fateful moment, he comes across an elderly man who's in his 80s. And he's got his long grey hair and long grey beard. And as he goes over to speak to this man in his 80s, this man's in a hospice and he's coming to the end of his life. And he's just going there to essentially help him and to make him feel better about the last few days of his life. So he sits down next to him and they start talking. And the wise old man, otherwise known as the wizard, sits next to him, just listens. Just listens to the stories that this man has to tell and realises that he doesn't know everything. You see, this other man started to tell stories Stories that made him remember, stories that gave him strength, stories that gave him hope. You see, what had happened even to the wise old man, this man that knows everything, is that he'd become dumbed down to life and his hope began to fade and his wanderlust and his excitement for everything went away. And he began to look at life through this very 
peculiar lens. But you see, he didn't realize that this was going to happen to him. No one knows when it's going to happen to them, if it's going to happen to them. We're pretty sure it happens to most people, even the wisest of us. And as he sat at this guy's bed, listening to his stories, he remembers a time from when he was a child. He remembers the first time he learned about magic. He was so excited by the idea of magic that he got his little box of tricks, probably when he was the same age as little Johnny, probably about three years old. And he would practice and he'd practice and he'd practice with his cards and have his magic wand. It's all these things that he used to love and we love. It's magic. And then what would happen is his family would come round and the wise old man, when he was a very young child, would get anxious. He wouldn't want to perform. He'd get shy. And then when he did finally manage to get into the room with, with his whole family, what would happen is that he would rush through his box of tricks just to get them done. And his family would give him a round of applause and he'd be like, yeah, well done, you did really well. But he knew at that time, even as a youngster, he knew that it wasn't quite what he wanted. But it gave him hope and it gave, it, it gave him excitement. And what we found over the years is that this young, young man did start learning magic, did start learning tricks. He started learning the power of empathy, how to connect with people. He started being able to feel people. He started being able to connect with people. And then he started to learn a few tricks of the trade as he went along the way, how he could influence people, how he could help people. Had his own family and had his own children had his own grandchildren, and as life would have it in modern society, things happen, make it difficult, lost contact, happens a lot, and it's very, I think, very sad. So he loses contact with his family, but along the way, he's still got his skills, and he still entertains people, he still helps people. And he's really a beacon of hope for a lot of people and at the detriment to his own mental well-being and his family's mental well-being, as we see in the story, because he moves away from, from this family man, this excitement to being sort of torn between a career of helping people and family. Difficult decision, one that he made and essentially led him to be by himself. So he goes through his life and ends up being this beacon for people, helping people, spends a lot of time with older people, listening to their stories, learning their lessons. And then he starts working with younger children because he's got no access to his grandkids because of the falling out. And he starts to host talks. He starts to share stories and he starts to impact people. You see, this man's gathered so much knowledge about all these things that can go wrong in life. And he just wants to help. He just wants to help people. He just wants to take the time to share, to inspire to help, to prevent people from the pain and anguish that he felt in his life. Because this, this poor, gentle soul, this poor, wise, old man, so torn away from his family and so much grief, so much heartache that one can only feel a sense of pain and hope for this man when, when all hope was gone. So on that fateful day, little Johnny goes away and something's changed. He's lost 
his spark. He's lost 10% of his jovial personality. His family don't know why. No one can work out why. It's just the day he got his ball and his birthday. No one understands what happened. See, what really happened on, on that moment is that the wise old man had influenced the child to be more like him. And here's the sad part of the story. On that day, more like him, was more miserable, more solemn, because he wasn't expecting a visitor. He wasn't expecting someone to come round that day. How could he have known? How could he have done anything different than what he did that day? So poor little Johnny goes on with his life and I think we all know how that story ends with little Johnny, don't we? Carries on going around his day-to-day -day life, but the trauma has affected him and he's not the same. So he doesn't have the coping strategies. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to handle a situation like that where he's scared. And, he, and he's anxious and something happened and he's embarrassed and he's fearful and he's got shame and he doesn't know who to talk to. He doesn't know how to talk to people. He doesn't know how to share what happened to him. There's a story from all of our lives where, where we have trauma and we don't know what to do, especially as a child, especially as a, a child that knows nothing about life. And here's where we find the psychoanalyst and the, and the psychologist that, that try and go back to find out what happened that day. I think we all have had days like that from our past. And our challenge is to overcome them, is to find a way of channeling them to become better people. You see, the wise old man is not infallible. He's wise. He knows a lot, he helps a lot of people, but on the wrong day at the wrong moment, he influenced little Johnny the wrong way. And we all have that within us. We all have that power within us to influence, whether we're aware of it or not. You see, we go to the gym, we do an extra lift, we go running, we go slightly further. We're talking to someone and we inspire them. We share a story about our life. We listen to someone, we demonstrate empathy. We feel how people feel. We allow them to express themselves around us. We bring them up. In that moment, we are powerful influencers. But at the same point, those days when you're tired, when you're run down, when you're miserable, when you're looking at things through a black and white lens, they're the days where you can also influence people. Influence people in a negative way. And that's the point of this story. It's not a story about motivation. It's not a story about developing your life. It's not a story about being this wonderful human being. It's a story about on those days, those dark, dark days. Just to think when you come across anyone unexpected, whether it's a child, an old man, friend, family, colleague, you are going to influence them. And the decision is yours, how you are going to do that.